Welcome. This is jazz just the way we like it. My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is my weekly jazz podcast recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the people's of Brooklyn. Jazz just the way we like it plays those classic jazz songs of the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s. Those songs I grew up on as a young man. And now here I am playing them for your enjoyment. And also to introduce a new, younger generation to that very creative art form known as jazz. I'm here in the studio with my good friend, Lawrence Williams. Larry, how you doing, good brother? All right, how about yourself? <laughs> not bad, not bad, man. Uh, we're moving in 2020, man. Yep, yes, indeedy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Moving quickly as far as I can concern anyway. I know, I know, man. Stuff is moving fast. And speaking about things moving fast, man, uh, closer and closer to that first Democratic primary. Uh, I was looking at uh, uh, the news this morning, uh, and uh, Bernie Sanders is leading in Iowa. He's, you know, he's like, 20% 20% of the vote, and then the nearest one was, uh, believe it or not, Elizabeth Warren with about 18%, and then Biden and Budacek. Well, Budacek may have been slightly ahead of Biden, but the fact that Bernie was leading, now that doesn't mean he's going to get the nomination, but it's very interesting, the trend uh, in Iowa at least, but I think in the Democratic Party too. Um, uh, this trend with uh, Bernie Sanders. Uh, who knows? Who Is that knows? because of the demographics in Iowa? Because I, there are younger people in Iowa? I think it's a combination of both. It's a combination of a lot of factors. Um, but he's he been consistent, and his message is beginning to stick. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been saying this stuff for years and years and years. And here's the interesting thing he's not a Democrat, he's an independent. Wow. Bernie Sanders is an independent, never been a Democrat, never been a Republican. He's running in the Democratic Party because, you know, that's who he identifies more with than the Republican Party. But uh, he's an independent. It'll be interesting if he takes Iowa. They say Elizabeth Warren is pretty strong in Iowa. She got a strong ground, ground game. In other words, she's been out there for a while, well organized. Uh, have the Obama plan working for her. Okay. So we should see, you know. So uh, how does that uh, relate in terms of the black vote? I know there are not a lot of black votes out in Iowa. doesn't. There's no connection between what happens in Iowa and the African-American vote. We won't see the significance of the African-American vote until South Carolina. Now, we're going to have Iowa and then New, ha- then, um, New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, but that's a good indication. If someone sweeps both, let's just say hypothetically, Bernie Sanders sweeps both, uh, that's going to give people a lot of momentum. And then there's a month between those two, that is Iowa and New Hampshire, and the next big primary in South Carolina. So that's a, that, that is a, if you say Joe Biden and you lose both, you got a month of negative publicity calling you a loser. Now, how much that would sway voters in South Carolina, we'll see. The thing of it is, is that Biden's strength is, is really holding up in the African-American community, especially among African-American women, but it's slowly being chipped away. Now, how much that is done, a lot of it has to do with Biden putting his foot in his mouth, but uh, we'll see. And as time goes on, if you if you're the type of guy that puts your foot in your mouth, you as as time goes on, you there are going to be more opportunities yeah. for you to do that. Yeah. And um, so he, he has to get some good people behind him to make him think before he speaks. Well, Joe Biden is Joe Biden. He's been that way yeah. for yeah, that's true. Yes, that's true too. Yeah. So uh, hey, we'll see, man. It's going it's going to get interesting. Uh, I don't care if the dog checker wins, 
as long as they beat that guy who's in the White House now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel the same way. And the way. dog catcher can win. Okay, man. You know, we always start our podcast off with a song that addresses social issues, social concerns, the human condition. And here's one, man, that's, uh, oh, a classic song called One Love. You know that one, man. That's Bob Marley. And this is by Playing for Change. So sit back and enjoy. According to our philosophy, music has been a great power, power to, to bring peace and to get enlightenment because it is sort of meditation because you need a lot of, lot of dedication in order to bring the music a great art. When there is a great art, there is always heaven. That is why we believe that through music, if you practice a lot, you meditate on it, you, you uh, feel nothing else than peace. So we believe that through music we can get enlightenment. Thank you. 
Wow, wow, wow. You know, that song, man, the Bob Marley piece is really, when you listen to the words, man, the message, it's a powerful song, man. How'd you like that piece, Larry? Yeah, that, that <laughs> like you said, it's powerful. Uh, and the musicians that got together on that piece, uh, it's just tremendous. The, the, the harmony, the, the spirit of the song, it was just, just, just tremendous. Yeah. I, I wonder who edits this because... You know, to get all them, I know that they don't record all at the same time, but it sounds like it's just one recording. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's, it's good editing. Well, you know, uh, uh, Playing for Change is a not-for-profit group that, that goes around and, and really tries to identify street musicians uh, and have them perform and then piece the, the stuff together. The same way that they would shoot a movie in different locations and right. piece it together. Right. Um, I'm just curious though, like whether or not they have in their in their headset somebody else singing or somebody else playing an instrument while they're doing theirs. And no, does that help them or not? Uh, I'm not sure how they do it, but I would assume that they don't necessarily have it. Oh yeah, they yeah. they have directions in terms of you know a the key music. or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, okay and then you. they edit edit it together. Yeah, I'm sure it's really it's really good. I, I yeah. I got to start listening to them. Um, what's interesting, though, is in the beginning, the, the, the person talks about music and enlightenment. Yeah. In other words, how music can lead to a higher level of consciousness. Right. But, but um, whether you believe that or not, what we do know in neuroscience, because now we have fMRIs and we can see the brain in, in operation, we do know how music impacts brain activity and can increase functions. Um, you know, it's a big thing, uh, art therapy and music therapy becoming more and more addressing people with issues of stress, anxiety, depression, and improving cognitive functioning. Uh, music, when you listen to music, it increases activity in different areas of the brain. Uh, that strengthens th these activities. But more important, when you play music, it's like a total workout for your brain. That's why you see so many uh, examples of individuals who are dealing with complex issues. They also play an instrument. Like Einstein uh, played the violin. He wasn't a great violin player. But, but uh, And he used that violin not only to make music, but when he got stuck at a problem, that he went and played music. And he said himself, it helped him find a solution. But now we know the biology of that because it enhances areas of the brain in terms of brain activity and development. Wow. Uh, interesting, man. You know, neuroscience is going in such a fantastic way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's switch it up a little, man. Let's take this little deep down home, man. Let's get some blues jazz. And this is Shirley Scott and Stary, Stanley Tarantine in a piece called Deep Down Soul. <laughs> All right, bring it home.
Shirley Scott and Stanley Tarantino on a piece called Deep Down Soul, that blues jazz, man, when they dance together, man, and, it, and it's done right, man, it's absolutely amazing. How'd you like that piece, Larry? Yeah, that was really good. Uh, um, the two of them were married, and I think they got divorced in, in the 70s, but oh, okay. the, thing, the thing about this is that uh, the, the organ is such an integral part of the, the black uh, church experience yes, that yes. I that I you know I so identified with it uh, I just hear it like every time like you know Jimmy Smith or Shirley Scott uh, are playing it just you know that it almost brings me back to a church experience yeah it, you know? it has that southern it's rooted in that southern experience yeah man. You, yeah. you know you can't talk about the the black southern experience without talking about the black uh, church because that was the social institute, yeah, exactly. institution uh, in the South for, for, uh, right after slavery into the 1960s <laughs> and you know currently today. Yeah, Shirley Scott, man, I didn't know she was married to Stanley Tarantino. Yeah, they got married. Uh, they they played together a lot in the 60s, but they got married and then they got divorced. And I think it was oh, okay. 1971. Yeah, I, I know she was born in 1934 and and died in 2002. Uh, yeah, and, and I know they recorded a lot of albums together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she won a lawsuit for uh, eight million dollars for uh, a drug uh, against a drug company. Really? Yeah. All right, yeah. that I did not know. <laughs> okay, learn something every day. <laughs> something new. Oh, that's good, man. Anybody who can sue the drug companies are all right with me. Yeah, uh, yeah it was uh, Fina Fee. Oh, Fina Fett or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's keep moving. Well, you know, Larry shares that great information about Shirley Scott. Here's an artist who I recently been uh, exposed to, uh, Jerry Allen. Jerry Allen. And, man, she's a composer, jazz piano player, uh, <clears throat> and uh, a professor. Of music, she was a professor of music at the University of Pittsburgh, uh, and here's a piece that she did that's pretty popular called "Unconditional Love." Thank you. 
It's Jerry Allen, Unconditional Love. Larry, how'd you like that piece? That was really good. I, 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 uh, I'm just, I've never heard her before, but that piano that she plays is like, uh, first she has a light touch, but it's very distinct. And Does she remind you of anyone? I'm trying to think. I, I, uh, I'm trying to think. She's. I think she's. There's a distinct style about it. About okay. The way that she's playing is very little. Maybe a little bit like Peterson. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. She. Uh, uh, I just recently, you know, found out about her. Listened to her. Uh, I said that she was a professor at the University of Michigan, uh, Pittsburgh, music professor, and I used the word was because she passed in uh, 2017. Oh, boy. But she has a number of pieces out there. Uh, First time I've heard her, and it's really what, what I've yeah. heard her, I, I really like. She's a, <coughs> an artist of, you know, the uh, 2000 and, you know, yeah. between that period, 2001, 2, 3, and all, all the way up. Uh that's her time frame, and you know a lot of the stuff that we exposed to in the jazz world was uh, '60s, '70s, and '80s, and that was it. And that's when I sort of cut off. To yeah, a large I, extent. Saw, I I think I'm I, I'm the same way, except for a couple, maybe Javon yeah. and uh, and Coltrane's son. Yeah, uh, Rab- Ravi, 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 Ravi Coltrane. Coltrane. Otherwise, you know, I pretty much '60s and the '70s is my yeah. you know is my music. forte. Yeah. yeah. But there's well, a lot of guys that are good out there that, yes, that, happen, are, that happen after that. And she, just that I she's an example of that creative yeah. style, man. Yeah, yeah. But talking about the 60s and 70s, man, we got to we got to play my man, our man. Yeah. You know, the Pharaoh, man. Pharaoh's son is in here's a piece called, You Got to Have Freedom. Ain't no doubt about that. Ain't no doubt about <laughs> that.
We Got to Have Freedom, Farrell Saunders from the Africa album, uh, released in 20, uh, when was it released, man? 1987, man. Larry, man, <laughs> that's Farrell, man. There's no, there's no doubt when you hear that that you yeah, know he Farrell, makes, he makes that He makes that sax scream, man. He makes it, yeah. like it, it just screams, and it just... And it's just so intricate, all the parts that that are part of that music, the piano. I, I was wondering who was playing piano. I don't think it was... Lonnie Liston-Smith. Oh, that's who it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, he played a lot with Farrell. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was beautiful piano. I that think be- that might have been him. Yeah, because I was looking. I just didn't see. But uh, whoever was on the piano was doing... I mean, the whole, the whole piece was great. But... When Farrell starts screaming and it and it just it just mixes it just comes together, you know what I mean? I I I, I really you know when I was younger I don't really think I really appreciated it as much as I'm starting to appreciate it now. Yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah yeah. Um, there's a beauty to Farrell Saunders because he represents uh, this possibilities of jazz that the, the, the it's it's. The possibilities of possibilities. Right. The improvis- improvisation, improv, is limitless. There's no limit. Right, right, right. You know, and, Farrell yeah. can... It's he, infinite. He, yeah. yeah, he yeah. takes it where, where no one gone before. Yeah, I mean, yeah. people used to think Charlie Parker pushed the line, pushed yeah. the limit. Yeah. Or Train pushed the limit. Yeah. Farrell redefined limits. Right, man. right, right, right. And it, the, the thing that surprises me is that there's not many people who try to pick up on his style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the, the ones that come to mind to me would be uh, Archie Shepard, similar. Yeah, and, that's and, older musicians. I'm talking about newer guys. Oh yeah, newer guys. I don't think I don't. I, no, no. Yeah. I was even thinking of Albert Owler. Yeah, but, but those are older guys. Those yeah. are guys that are probably like in his his generation. I I, I haven't heard anybody who has tried to push the limit. Uh, maybe. Robbie to a little extent, but not really. Mm-hmm. He's not really out there. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. trying to figure. I mean, I, I, I even when I listen, I, I listen to jazz on radio, um, the, the the station in Newark. Yeah, me I, too. I, I don't. There's nobody pushing anything out no. there. That, that there's no, just, no. There's no. a you know. Yeah, you know, it's jazz, but it's not. Yeah, it's not what was going improv. on in yeah. the '60s and early '70s, no, man. No, no, no. you know. Uh, but uh, maybe. It but was, it's good. It's, it's good. good. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It might be that it's a reflection of the times where, you know, that time was experimental. Well, that was rev- that was that revolutionary was, yeah, it too. Was about you know going beyond limits. Yeah, yeah, uh, and borders. Man, that's powerful piece. We need to slow it down, man. Let's bring in the lady, Nina Simone. Wild is the wind. Let 
to me that sort of hypnotic yeah yeah i'm just uh just flowing with it yeah yeah it's, it's really it's, yeah really a a, a a fantastic piece man yes it's just, just like take you there yeah that's exactly <laughs> that, exactly i was just like wow yeah yeah well uh let's move on with a little something a little different man this is max roach rumble in the jungle 1979 man Groove on this. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, okay. We're running out of time, man. That was really good, too. Yeah, no, we'll come back yeah. to it, man. That's Max Roach, Ron. Yeah, yeah. There I go, there I go, there I go. Yeah, the percussion in the back of that was really nice, 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 man. I'd like to thank Pretty you for baby, being here, you are the uh, soul thanks for allowing me to be here. It's really cool, man. I'm really good. Such a funny thing. Really getting back into my music with me, this. I never yeah, can yeah, I'd like to thank you out there for listening. And as always, there's music peace all around me. Crazy music, music that keeps calling me so very close to you. Turns me your slave. Come and do with me any little thing you want to. Anything, baby, just let me get you.